podcast, Unknown Secrets of Internet Marketing. My name is Chris Burris, owner of eWeb Results. My name is Matt Bertram, your SEO spy. Guy who's about to be out of town yeah, for I, a surprise I'm trip. Going to, I'm going to Jackson Hall for a week, so peace out. Who's going to have a good time. You deserve it. You, <laughs> you deserve you. it for sure. Uh, welcome back to another fun-filled edition of, uh, of our podcast. This is podcast number... Uh, four, actually oh, 13. Uh, it's four, actually 413. Four, so three, could you correct three, that? Three. Is there uh, oh, maybe a, a pen? There's a black marker over there that you can use. Mm-hmm. Nope, mm-hmm. nope, right, right there. Brown, brown, brown will work. Brown, brown, so we'll get that brown. fixed. That's uh, 413. No, this is 13. <laughs> 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 <Sorry>. <laughs> he wrote, uh, <laughs> it says 412. He wrote 414. <laughs> so it's 413. Um, as always, we have a tip from our previous podcast. So uh, that tip, let me see. What is the tip? Here Mm. is that tip. Man, that's a little. (laughs) Got it? Press that red button for record. Um, I'm not seeing any. Oh, no. Oh, you got to turn the video on. (laughs) Press that button again. Nope. Do that, and there you go. And our tip from our previous podcast is? Make sure you include purchase intent words. Yeah, purchase intent words. With your original content. So purchase intent <laughs> words are like buy yes. or buy now or where to buy from. Or Houston. Right? Or Houston could be. So, uh, really? Yeah. I, 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 I mean, when people buy. Oh, well, yeah. They like, put a location. It, that's if you're talking about like a brick and mortar place. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. So make sure you put those terms, and then in this case, in an e-commerce site for your product descriptions. Ah, uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Subscribe, follow, <laughs> boom. I, 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 this one wasn't good, guys. We'll get to some of our other tips. Uh, all right. So let me see if we get back on track here. We're excited. We're like our brains have checked out. We're actually yeah. moved on. Hey, um, please remember we're broadcast here live in. You can turn that off and you're good. Boom. You can broadcast. We broadcast live here in Houston, Texas. And Matt and I, we are your results, results rebels. rebels. Um, I got to read this review right so i'm going through the reviews are like boom this one popped it's from mold killer (laughs) just like that and it is of course five stars it says i own a construction company it's important for me to get ahead of my competition with technology moving ever so fast along with social media e-web results is truly the way to go i'm extremely impressed with the attention to detail and explanation of what the offerings are and how it will work for my company this is from becky gulf coast enviro shield the permanent solution to mold punch in the face to you <laughs> becky uh that was good you, did, you were on that call right yeah yeah i was talking to her yep very cool yeah um punch in the face to you really really good look if you've listened to this podcast before you may be back and may understand that you like our tips you can get our tips five online marketing mistakes that can tank your business and how to avoid them in order to get those tips just go to ewebresults.com slash seo tip nice and easy uh we got a great article for you today and this article is supposed to be the continuation of the AdWords. Article from last time, e-commerce. With e-commerce. Yeah. yeah. But. As promised, and then uh, somebody <laughs> on the staff forgot what the, I like, literally <laughs> as I was. <laughs> somebody on the staff. Literally, I like that. <laughs> literally as I was selecting the article for this week, I was like, I know Matt mentioned a particular type of article in the last podcast, and I had, it just drew a blank, and this is a short week, so I grabbed an article. And uh, so next time we're going to talk about uh, e-commerce and PPC, yeah. right? Because there's mm-hmm. a lot of amazing things that you can do with e-commerce and PPC. So that will be for 
14. For 14. There we so go. Tune into that. Um, this article that we're going to talk about today is four SEO tasks you should be doing today, but probably aren't. Mm. Um, this is by Patrick Reinhardt, uh, and he can you can find him at at Ask Reinhardt. Nice. Um, yeah, nice and easy. By the way, if you're in near some sort of digital device, uh, device that allows you to tweet, we would like you to tweet. Uh, include us, hashtag SEO podcast. This is number 413, at Best SEO Podcast, at EWeb Results, and at Ask Reinhardt. Let him know we're talking about your article, yes. his article, and, uh, and you guys are learning lots of wonderful information. Um, so, what we, we do run a contest every week. We right? do. So, if you've listened to this podcast before, you know what that contest test is. If you haven't listened to this uh, podcast before, howdy. Welcome, welcome to the howdy. Po- podcast. We want to uh, give you a nice warm uh, <laughs> Texas howdy. Uh, the way the contest works is each week, if we get 10 shikos. A shot, a like, and a follow. Share, like. I'm going to translate for him. A share, a like, and a follow. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, was, I was like... Uh, Someone was going into a British accent at that event yesterday. Yes. Every time she was talking, and I don't know. Mine's not as good. Oh, yeah. yeah. The, the British accent is with, uh, I think that's with a, a good friend of mine. Um, there were great talks yesterday, actually. Yes. That was yeah. very impressive. So if we get 10 shares, likes, or follows on our platform, on our pro- profiles, uh, and we get a review, then we will skip the section and move it to the end. We got 29 new uh, Shikos on our Ooh. Instagram account. So, boom, uh, punch in the face to Adam for getting that taken care of. Yep. And uh, so what that means is we're going to push this to the end. We are not going to tell you uh, that you could leave us a review at eWebResults.com slash trust. We're going to do that at the end, not, not now. We'll do that, <laughs> we'll do that later. Uh, if you would like a free website analysis, we can get that free website analysis for you. Uh, we need some of your information in order to do that. Mm. All you need to do is go to eWebResults.com, click the button that says, uh, not ironically, free website analysis, and you will be in good shape. I feel like just for the flow of it, we should have eWebResults slash website analysis. (laughs) (laughs) Or website analysis slash eWebResults. So uh, I'm going to do this next review. This is a little bit longer review, and this review is on Yelp. Uh, it is, of course, five stars. And this is John Shaver uh, from Sh- John G from Shaverton, PA. Just had my initial profit plan meeting, and it was awesome. Uh, Johan and Matt taught me the art of writing blog posts with very simple and actionable advice. Wow. Uh, they showed me that I still have much foundation to build through my site. However, when they analyzed my industry's top competitor sites, they helped me realize that the competition present is definitely beatable. That's good Good to know, right? Uh, my view of how to run my website has changed dramatically. I have a lot more confidence in its future, future because of Johan and Matt uh, giving me measurable goals for each blog post as well as helpful online tools to support me on the way. I didn't realize how cloudy my vision for success was, but now it's crystal clear. Thanks, eWeb Results, and thanks to, to you and Joan. Wow, I, I didn't know we got that uh, yeah. review, so I'm going to have to go on and respond to him. That's, that's a really Abs- nice review. Abs- of course, it's Yelp. It's hidden. <laughs> Punch in the face to you, John. Uh, thank you for taking the time to give us that review. You had a little bit of news today, right, that you wanted oh, to share? Well, I, I don't know if I've mentioned this before or not, but I'm, I'm a little concerned. AdWords is just... I, I thought they were already doing this, actually. Right, I, right. I really thought they were already doing this. 
but uh, they make recommendations for what you should do for your kids. And they've been making recommendations for a long time, right? They've been yeah, making yeah. recommendations, and every once in a while, I feel like they've changed stuff on me. Right. And I've called Google, and I've gotten some, some money back some here money and back, there for actually, some yeah. clients. But now they're saying straight up that they're going to start doing it. And you gotta actually opt out. So when you say gonna start doing it, so so they made these recommendations in the past, and you could or could not opt into them, or yeah. you could click a button actually, and just the, it, those would happen. Yeah. And now, and because I'm seeing some of these emails where they're like, the change that we recommended three days ago or whatever will happen in seven days or something. I think like it's fourteen days. Fourteen days. Uh, but what's what's scary about that is you know, bidding against yourself on uh, particular campaigns as well as like bidding up the market. Right. So what I really think is going to happen is they're going to, you know, enhance CPC or they're going to automate it. And it's just going to kind of like, like just like the computers in the stock market, right? Like yep. they'll bid them up, they'll bid them down. And I'm just concerned that it's going to start elevating the prices in all industries. Well, so, and, I, and I know like you're the yeah. PPC guru, so you can you can kind of well, uh, address this. So uh, I know there are complex uh, uh, strategies that you can use where you need multiple campaigns and you have to orchestrate them in certain ways uh-huh. and you have to underbid in one spot in order to not be bidding uh-huh. in yourself, right? So I, do you, is it, I mean, I know it's possible, but it's probably unlikely uh-huh. that the Google PPC algorithm is smart enough to know that you're kind of balancing these types of complex campaigns. What, what are your, what's your uh, thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, I, I think uh, Google's looking at uh, everything fits into a couple buckets. Right. Also, uh, they changed the uh, enhanced PPC option which was a was a quite a big change not too long ago right that usually i think it was 20 percent or 30 percent. i think it was 20 percent that they would uh bid it above like your target uh bid price right right now they'll max it out to what uh you have for the day right so if you're overbidding on a campaign because there's low volume right. like say 100 bucks right, right, a right. day but you only really want to spend 20 bucks per click per click right they they could bid that up with like right computers bidding on each other it could bid up to a hundred dollars per click so that's going to be one of the the big things that we're going to implement is making sure to watch for those clicks that are are really elevated beyond what the market is as well as a history now when you look at like targeting like the cpc uh, uh, cost per acquisition, right? Per, per, right? right. I, I think you need to have CPA. Right? CPA, right. yeah. Sorry, sorry, CPA. It it means that uh, I think it's a certain number. Uh, oh, I think it's fifteen uh, right. per month. Right. Per conversions to help you target that, but there's a lot of options that with this automated bidding that I'm not sure is there with Google, or at least in my opinion, I don't think it's there. I've tried it on a number of campaigns. Uh, when you know we're not winning the bid on the conversion, but yeah, I, I just think that this is going to be a mess. I think a bunch of people are going to be upset. I think Google they may even retract it. They mm-hmm. might even retract it. I, I don't want to claim that. You're I think right. that that's going to happen. But I just kind of foresee a lot of problems. So I hear what you're saying is yeah. they probably should retract it. <laughs> I, I mean, it's a it's definitely a concern to opt out of what Google wants to spend. I mean, think think about the, the those quick start campaigns. What are they called? The quick start campaigns? Uh, yeah, the uh, Express. The Express, Express yeah. Like not a lot of options. Um, I haven't seen not any campaigns up, yeah. that are very effective in Express. If you're doing Express, don't do it. Yeah. Do, do, yeah. do something else. Do do uh, all features. Like when you go on the campaign, go to all features and it gives you a lot more flexibility. So 
Okay. Oh, sorry, that was a lot. Yeah, no, that was a lot. I actually had a little go bit, into but that was really valuable, right? Because they're making this change, and and it means more than ever. You got to keep your eye on it, or you got to hire a company that's jo whose job it is to keep an eye. Yeah, on Yeah, I mean so. that, that's been the, the automated bidding is is something I'm really looking at. I think it is the future, but I'm not sure Google's uh, you know, machine learning's right. there yet. So. All right. Well, um, I, the one piece of news I had was just that Trump is tweeting, of course, uh, <laughs> against uh, uh, Amazon. And, and, you know, there's a valid point. Amazon can compete in environments. You know, if they don't have a, a location in your state, then they're uh -huh. not required to collect state taxes from you. Uh -huh. And so, um, yeah. Uh, you know, oh, they got oh here, here's something else. Uh, there's a lot of people like Elon Musk that are tweeting, uh, delete Facebook. Like, I mean, there's a big kind of momentum that's right. starting to move to de delete Facebook. I, I don't see it happening, no. right? But um, uh, it's interesting that some do you know names, what the because I saw that I just I don't know what the gen, I didn't do enough uh, research. There was a, there was a company that got access to all Facebook's data <laughs> that was doing some nefarious stuff. Oh, with that's it. right. And uh, you know, Google or Facebook needs to protect the information a little bit better. But I mean, there's some really big names, and a lot of these, uh, you know, uh, leaders of tech companies know each other. So this is starting to be. It could get nasty. So, so I, I saw the piece on Elon, and and it was in a like a press release. He didn't even know they had a Facebook page. And no, like, and then he deleted both of them. And then he's like, them. it'll be yeah. down, it'll be yeah. down by the end, you know, by the end of the day, <laughs> kind of thing. So, very interesting. All right, well, let's jump. That's the potatoes of the podcast. That's what we like to call it. We're going to jump into the meat again. We're going to talk about this article: four SEO tasks you should be doing today, but probably aren't. Uh, punch in the face again to you, Patrick. Reinhardt, if you're listening, then uh, that's a good thing. Don't worry. Uh, by nature, he says, SEO professionals tend to get stuck in their own processes and don't update it or allow it to evolve along with the industry. I just want to stop for a second and speak to that. Uh, one of the reasons that we continue to do the podcast, yes, it is actually a lead generation tool for us. So thank you. Yes, we'll do internet marketing for you. So kind of reach out to us. Um, one thing that it does for us as a company, kind of set the tone for the culture is one. And then another that's more important and relevant, frankly, to this is that Matt and I have to stay on top of the latest trends and tricks and tips for the industry. We have no choice. If we're going to deliver valuable information to you, we've got to understand that valuable information and then put it in a format that, that makes sense to you. Yeah, well, I just want to speak, Chris, to, to the culture that you've created here. Uh, it's a one of constant learning. Right. So everybody's always trying to get better, trying to learn the, the next strategy, what hacks there are to, to optimize it for our clients. And, and that's really led by you, Chris, you know, and, and all the continued education you provide. We bring in speakers. I mean, our, our team is top notch and, yep. and it keeps getting better. So. We bring in experts. I mean, yeah, yeah it's really, mm -hmm. really good stuff. Yeah. Thank you. And uh, it's, it's, it's an important piece. Uh, and we're like a family. So, you know, one of the things, there's a lot of companies that can do internet marketing. Um, the, the real difference is the people. So you yeah. know, understand how they create uh, an environment where good people want to stay. Um, so it kind of continues. The truth here is that those methods and tool sets need to change from year to year, at least, uh, to keep up with current trends uh, and the ever-changing search engines. Uh, yes. That's absolutely true. You've got to change them all the time. So four SEO tasks you should be doing today, but you might not be doing. Um, I liked this one. It was a, a little complex. Indexation analysis. Uh -huh. Right? It's a mouthful, for sure. And what it really is talking about is, uh, he breaks it down and says there are com four common, Google, Google will visit your pages, 
But there's a big difference between a robot visiting your page, a Google bot visiting uh -huh. your page, uh -huh. and actually ending up in the Google index. Yeah. Right? Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. And he gives a list of some pages that can you know easily could easily be indexed and very likely not be excuse me could be easily visited but not necessarily indexed and he's like uh -huh. search results pages so if if a, a bot can end up on a on a page that's just search results um pages with templated content pages with thin content pages with dynamically generated content pages with broken elements wow. uh, such as yeah. broken schema canonicals etc mm -hmm. those are things where google's bot may visit them right but they may not get indexed. So no matter how specific you search for that particular page, it may never show up because it's just not in the index. I mean, Google's starting to do a lot of like active stuff. I mean, like with the anchor text, don't they change the anchor they, text? They will, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. crazy. You can't even, and then even doorway pages, yep. you know, I mean, they're, they're really, they're really buckling down. Yeah. Uh, basically any page that doesn't provide a good user experience is mm -hmm. having a harder time getting into the index at all now the fact that it's in the index and if it's you know bad content but you know remember we talk about in our podcast all the time if you're providing a good experience to the google user then google will look favorably upon you it's just making the point that those pages that don't provide good experiences one they're already way back in the in the in the search results pages uh and two they may not even be indexed anymore now right? if, if you write really good content you'll get in the um the, the, in the knowledge graph. The knowledge graph. Yeah. yeah. We got a couple we got a couple a couple uh, feathers in our cap in that in that regard. Um, so if you want to figure out if you've been indexed, right? So one of the ways is you can just like choose some content on it, put that content in exact quotes into a search bar, yeah. and then boom, if that doesn't show up, then it just means that that page isn't in the index at all. Um, but you could also Google, just pull up a Google browser, uh, I mean a, a Google search, check to see, and, and search for, check to see if pages are indexed. There's a couple of different things. None of them, so it's very easy. In fact, if you do site inside of a Google search bar, you do site colon and then the website, yeah. it'll show you all the pages that are indexed. But then you actually have to have a take a database of all the pages you have, uh -huh. and you got to get download all the pages that are indexed, uh -huh. and then cross reference them to figure out which ones aren't. Um, there's, uh, I, I found a couple of pages because I thought this was important. Uh -huh. uh, a couple of pages where you could go do that. So, so, so that that kind of boolean search term that you use is actually really good for finding where you can submit content to, where you can uh, apply for things like right. scholarships for. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah, there's all sorts of really cool um, search uh, modifiers that yeah, you can add to that to you Google. can add to, to find find places for things. And, yep. Uh, forums, that sort of thing. So. so that was number one, indexation analysis. That's four SEO tasks. One of four SEO tasks you should be doing today, but probably are not. Um, next is cannibalization analysis. Yes. Do we know what cannibalization is? Do you yes. know what cannibalization Yeah, well, I like, I like it. I like to get like three pages ranked on the first page. Yeah, it's sir. pretty fun. <laughs> so, uh, and actually I've, I've been in SEO conversations where they talk, uh, hey, we've got two pages on the first page of Google for this search phrase, um, we're doing something wrong. Right, right. So you gotta, you gotta be mindful, uh -huh. right? That that could kick you in the butt and in the future, right? Because uh -huh. as the competition gets stronger for those particular phrases, you could have those pages cannibalizing uh, opportunities uh -huh. from each other. So, so I was like thinking the other day at the workshop and all this kind of stuff, and I walked away with this weird thought. I was like, I'm gonna just show everybody like how easy it is. Like I'm gonna get like mattbertramseo.com. Right. 
and I'm going to see how quickly I can rank myself on the first page. Okay. Like, I, I, that's yep. I, if I can get enough time to carve out to devote to that, I think I can do that. And then we'll get, we'll have like five, we'll have five of the first uh, top 10 search terms. You right, know, right. For, for any web results. Josh, <laughs> Matt, Chris, <laughs> Johan. <laughs> okay. So he says, um, so here's some questions you asked. Do you have several pages that talk about the same thing? This often happens. Are you having a hard time getting these pages to rank well for that topic? Uh -huh. Do you have a lot of parameters or faceted pages that are indexable, right? So those are pages that would be end up being kind of uh, uh, cannibalizing each other. And do you have a lot of search page results that uh, that are indexable that, again, that's the search results. So if somebody does a search, you know, gets on your site, uh -huh. gets into your site search bar and does a search. Um, so keep an, keep an eye on that, right? Well, so the, the thing is, if you are really trying to get one page to rank, right? Yep. If there's one kind of money page that you want to rank, um, there's a concept out there called siloing. Okay, okay, right. And so it's basically leveraging all the SEO juice you have from existing pages and then pointing them up, right? right? So pointing them to your target account and uh, or your target page, and, and uh, that works really well. Yep, so, yeah. so build it up almost yep. like, a, like a, a mountainscape. Um, all right. So number three, experimenting with new technology. So this is kind of SEO tasks you should be doing, but are probably not doing. Mm. Um, so there's two technologies that he talks about and I'm, I'm on the fence, <clears throat> mostly on the opposite side of this particular one. AMP, uh, currently the most widely adopted and asked about technology on his list is AMP, accelerated mobile pages yeah, yeah, yeah. with Google's, he makes the point with Google's mobile first indexing initiative rolling out and speed becoming more and more important as the months peel off the calendar. This is something that everyone should explore and test out on their site. Um, the largest hesitation is typically, I don't think AMP makes sense for my site. Uh, I don't have enough resources to build this out. Um, I think those are very valid arguments. Uh, we haven't done much with AMP, right? Yeah. Uh, we've got some, some of our SEO team has kind of gone off on their own and played with AMP. And if you think back, we had Lauren Baker on our podcast uh -huh. uh, in early early part of this year, kind of predictions for 2018. Uh -huh. And he pointed out, because he's got more experience, like it's clear that if you're in the um, in providing of information space, so if you have an online publication or or whatever type of publication and you're giving and 4, information. views. Right. <laughs> you need to yeah. use yeah. AMP, absolutely. Yeah. What Lauren said was that he's seen so many um, different companies waste so much resources on AMP and then it not only it failed, it didn't provide value, it's uh -huh. actually detrimental in mm. addition to all the wasted resources. So so I, I was reading up on AMP trying to better understand right. what, what it was trying to do and, and to explain it really easily is um, uh, JavaScript right. right will prevent certain parts of your website to load. Right. And so you just got to really turn off the JavaScript to make sure it doesn't prevent anything to load callbacks to the server, the time, uh, back and forth, and it's basically just letting it load with no nothing preventing it to load right. and making the page really lightweight because uh, there's a lot of data out there that shows if they're on mobile and it takes you know every More second than. to load, there's a certain percentage of lost visitors drop that, that yep. drop off. And so Google's trying to help with that user experience. So. Yeah, he does say um, if you're using WordPress, there are many plugins um, and again, uh, some uh -huh. of our SEO team has said they've played with them and they were uh, inconsistent and ultimately turned them off for SEO value. Mm. They turned them off. I'm going to say that again. For <laughs> SEO value, for SEO purposes, 
turned off amp, you know, and, and in this case, it's an ineffective uh, and incomplete amp uh, instance, uh -huh. uh, but it's not as simple, okay. uh, at least in some of our experience, as getting an amp plug-in into WordPress and turning it on. You've got to do it just right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Next is progressive web apps, which Matt was very proud because he kind of brought uh, progressive web apps to my attention. Uh, I don't know about two back. or two or three weeks ago, and then we had like a vigorous debate about what is what is the technology really, right? So fundamentally, what is the technology? Um, and so it's pretty interesting. So while most folks are focused on technologies that will help them rank better, we have seen the emergence of the importance of giving our users a great experience on our website, whether or not that content is meant for search. Right, so progressive web app are a newer technology uh, that that they've seen companies begin to uh, yes. adopt, and and I think the best way for you to kind of experience a, a WPA a PWA is if you want to go see what it looks like, uh, and doesn't matter if you're a Pokemon fan or not, uh, just go to Pokedex the Pokedex website, and it's AMP. And mm, and, and on, I on a side note, yeah, we could make this a Pokemon gym. You want to make this a Pokemon? <laughs> we gym? could make this a is, Pokemon. Is that gym. easy? I mean, yeah, we, we, just, we just submit an application and we'll have all these Pokemon people out and in the parking lot. Yeah, right. and like they'll have parties and they'll have pizza out and they'll be out all the time. It's kind of crazy. That's kind of yeah. cool. I thought, so my son has played Pokemon. I've helped him play Pokemon, uh -huh. uh, and my daughter doesn't seem to be that interested. Um, although, if there's a Pokemon around, she wants to flick the little Pokeball <laughs> and like try and catch it. Uh, they're all at churches and schools, yeah, right? right. Like that, that was the default, I guess, when they launched I, the software. I, I, I think there was an overlay of like historical sites or something right. like that that they loaded into the system. And yeah, it hit a bunch of churches. Yeah, and, yeah. and schools. Yeah. Yep. And then, yeah, we talked about the, a, a while ago. I figure if you haven't been injured while playing Pokemon, <laughs> you're not really a true enthusiast. Hmm. Uh, people falling like whatever over curbs and i mean and, and when that was hot it. everybody was driving around houston it was crazy so progressive web apps look yeah. into that technology <laughs> it's it's a it's a way basically when you first visit the website to really bring uh, uh the content and the inter interactivity uh down on that first load so that you don't need a, the, the web hits to, yeah, to happen if, again afterwards if, uh, if the service is bad or something like that i feel like it's like an advanced catchy yeah you know well it's kind of like a a, 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 a an app where you're yes. loading yeah, the app. Yeah, 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 I mean, that's why yeah, it's yeah, called that's, a pro yeah, that's, progressive web that's app. A better you're actually analogy. you're not having to go into the Google App Store or the Apple Store uh, and then download this app, and now you've got access to it, and, and it needs a little bit of internet communication to work properly. It's just like for push, just low put, yeah, for uh, notifications and stuff like that. Yeah. So you just pull up the web page, and it downloads the very, app, and it starts to work. Very cool. It's very, very cool. Like so it. so look into that technology. And number four, again, this is uh, the fourth of four SEO okay. tasks you should be doing. Doing today, but probably aren't. Uh, and this is using search data to inform the rest of the business. I think this is probably true yeah. that most people are not doing this, uh, and and it's 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 really paramount. Uh, so the point he makes uh, is uh, that when you have search data at the center of kind of the business, uh -huh. uh, it empowers your organization to make smarter choices on everything from product names mm -hmm. to locations where you should open your next location based on search demand. So and let me give you an example. So we just launched a website for a plastics company, allplastics.com. It's actually all-plastics.com. And one of the things that they wanted 
is uh, access to the data for the search, right? Okay. So when people do search on that page, yes. and they're just really smart about this. So mm -hmm. if I have this data, then I know what people are looking for. If they Gaps, happen to be yeah. looking for a particular type of plastic uh, or a particular type of injection molding that we don't do, and everyone who visits our webpage immediately looks for like this unknown injection molding, then it's a product we got to consider, or right? where it is on the page, or like, you know, it's where the gaps are. In or can website. it be easily yeah. found? Yeah. That's the other, yeah. other kind mm -hmm. of issue. Um, and so I thought that, that, that so it, it, mm -hmm. it makes sense to have whatever search data you do have available mm -hmm. to you, where do they spend most of their time, and visit those pages uh, so that you can make good decisions about what you're going to do next. They gave a great example, and as I was reading this example, I thought of Matt, and we'll get to that here in a second. But the example was for a product called Folded Folding Chicken Roaster. I don't know if you've ever had a folding chicken roaster. Uh, if you search folding chicken roaster, I think you'll actually find uh, this particular product. It turns out, though, that what most people call it is a beer can chicken holder, right? And so because their product on their product page was named this folding, folding chicken roaster, no one could find it. Right, no one could find it because they're all looking for the beer can chicken holder, uh, which is, you know, not a folding yeah. rotisserie chicken holder. Uh -huh. So uh, he says it's borderline ir irresponsible not to name this on your website, the beer can chicken holder, uh, you know, if you're looking at it from an SEO strategy. Or really, if you're just looking at it from a, I would like to sell more of my beer can chicken holder. This is an awesome name. <laughs> but I thought of you, right? Because you, don't you know some of the guys or something? Well, yeah, no, uh, my buddy Kevin Hester uh, mm -hmm. was the one that actually started it. Okay. Right, and he sold the royalties to it, but uh, he was doing the direct response marketing on the TVs. And right. Like, uh, re really cool guy and uh, very entrepreneurial and... Uh, you know, yeah, he was the one that started it. So, so, <laughs> so he's the one who started uh, your can chicken. <laughs> the the uh, folding chicken roaster. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's never called it that ever. Ever. <laughs> In fact, if somebody were to say it somewhere, other than you know, after this conversation, you would have been like, "Yeah, that's interesting. I don't know what anybody that? in yeah. that industry." Yeah, I was like, "What is that?" <laughs> At all. I wouldn't even know what that is if someone told me that. Hey, punch in the face to Patrick. Um, what a great article. Four SEO tasks you should be doing today, but probably aren't. Um, just, just a really good article. I don't remember where we got that article from Search Engine Journal. Surprise, Boom. surprise. Uh, all right, so that's that really wraps up our podcast. This is the pre-Easter podcast, so hopefully you guys are getting a break tomorrow. Everyone go take a break. You'll get a break next week. <laughs> and Yeah. Uh, go go take a break. You'll get a break from Matt. Um, if you like, Actually, we should do one. I'm going to do one with Adam. Uh, right. If you like this podcast, please tell three people about this podcast. Go ahead. You can do that right now. We'll wait. Oh, and we also have to tell you how to shiko us because this is now the end of the podcast. Um, there's a couple of ways you can shiko us. You could go to facebook.com slash ewebresults. Twitter.com slash ewebresults. Instagram.com slash ewebresults. LinkedIn.com slash company. Let me say that again. LinkedIn.com slash company slash ewebresults. And if you wanted our YouTube page, you could go to ewebresults.com slash YouTube. And uh, we are looking for reviews. We would very much like a review on Trustpilot. Yes. We are not going to make you go to trustpilot.com and then search for us. <laughs> By the way, Matt's done a good job. He's already got a review off of Trustpilot. Um, I read that. That was the one that I read. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, so all you have to do is go to ewebresults.com slash trust. That'll take you to our Trustpilot profile. 
Um, if you're looking to grow your business with the largest, simplest marketing tool on the planet, the internet, go to eWeb Results for increased revenue in your business. Uh, our phone number is 713-592-6724. You can get free website analysis on our website, eWebResults.com. Just click the button there. Uh, for the free website analysis. Was I supposed to key into that? No, I'm just playing <laughs> no, around. Right. I'm playing around with longer pauses. <laughs> okay. I should be playing around because because uh, my business coach just got back from a voice coach and he's talking Ooh. about how how often do you change the the tone of your voice mm. and what octaves are you at? Do you yeah. change the octave? Do you drop the octave lower? Do you slow down the pace oh, okay. of what you're saying? Okay. And so I'm trying to kind of play around with that. I think it's a, it adds a you know another dimension. To how well, you know, Adam's voice, Joe, had. Oh, yeah, Adam's, <laughs> yeah, Adam's got the He dimension. was a broadcaster before. Awesome. Yeah, he, 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 <laughs> he has he the voice. had a, a radio station. He, he worked for the military. He had a radio station in, in Honduras. So kind of, kind of really interesting. Hey, if you have a referral, somebody who's interested in internet marketing, <laughs> we have a referral program for you. <laughs> <laughs> All you have to do is send that referral to us. That could be a website, social media marketing, social media pay-per-click, uh, AdWords pay-per-click. It could be uh, whatever. Landing pages. It can be an email drip campaign. Maybe you want a complete funnel, right? So, yeah. hey, I'm driving people from all of these platforms. Facebook and AdWords are the typical ones. They're landing on a landing page that's created by you guys. When they land there, they fill out a form because you guys know how to make that landing page. When they fill out a form, I don't have time to call, so I want you to send them five emails to encourage them to come back and actually make a purchase or to reach out to me and schedule uh, an event. That we can do. That's the beefed up instant yeah. leads. Instant leads. So uh, if you have somebody leads, who's interested leads, in that, leads, leads. you send them to us, they pay their bill, we pay you. Like It works out really good. Um, we were filmed live here at 5999 West 34th Street, Suite 106, Houston, Houston Texas, Texas, 77092. Actually, Ghost Stroh's, the uh, opening Ooh. day today, they won, I believe. Uh, they were up 3-0 at some point. So Man, Yeah, fair. people were listening to the game today, and I was just like working away. Yeah, get, we'd get a post like, they're up 3-0. Like, how do yeah, you have was, time to even know that? I was like, what is going on? So uh, you guys, we are the most popular internet marketing podcast on iTunes. That is because of you guys, all you guys. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, have a great, wonderful Easter yes. weekend. Uh, until the next podcast, my name is Chris Burroughs. Matt Bertram. By the way, I just realized if Adam's going to step in the next podcast, uh -huh. we're probably not going to do the e-commerce PPC version because we're really, really the expert oh, you're right. on yeah. that. So that's going to mean 315 All is right. going to the PPC e-commerce. Okay. Um, and, and it may be Aaron. Like, uh, we may have yeah, a, we'll do an arm wrestling yeah. or something or maybe both. <laughs> until the next podcast, my name is Chris Burroughs. Bye-bye for now.